Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. So The Guardian, um, they've published an article, theguardian.com, they've published an article saying shouting at children can be as damaging as physical or sexual abuse. That's according to a study. Research has found that verbal abuse leaves young people at greater risk of self-harm, drug use, and going to prison. I'm absolutely stunned. Uh, so I thought, well, you know what, let's get hold of the expert. And uh, joining me right now is Dr. Shahida Omar. She's a director at the Teddy Bear Foundation. Uh, good afternoon, doctor. How are you? Afternoon and, and, and good afternoon to all the listeners. Thank you. I'm good. Thank you. What's your, what's your feeling about this research that was done? Who did it? And uh, what's your feeling? And, you know, what can you add to, uh, to the conversation? Yes, yeah, so this was done by the World Health Organization, but I think I want to just clarify to the uh, uh, listeners out there that we're not talking about an isolated incident of shouting. We're looking at pattern, duration, frequency, and severity, where the intention and the intent behind that act is to actually harm the child. It's putting the child down. It's disparaging. It's actually eroding the child's self-esteem. So that is what, when we talk about that it's more harmful than sexual abuse or physical abuse, it will most definitely be more harmful or equally harmful because of the implications it leaves on the child feeling worthless, totally useless, feel helpless, hopeless, out of control, often making the child feel that there's actually I'm not worth anything. And when children feel so bad, sad, and, and feel so helpless, they often resort to ways where they can be recognized, validated, and often the, the way that they know best is manifesting behavioral disorders. And sometimes we see the substance abuse, the drug abuse, the alcohol abuse. We see the self-harm, the self-cutting, because they so it, it's so invisible. It's not visible to the naked eye what they've been subjected to because verbal abuse is not tangible. It's not something that when you inflict physical injury, it's something that you can see. Verbal abuse, of course, constitutes emotional abuse. So it's something that's not uh, easily detected, but one can see from children's behavior in the long term, in their trajectory, it certainly affects them. It impacts on their interpersonal relationships. It impacts on their confidence, their performance, within the academic setting, and even their interest in activities uh, where previously they've excelled, enjoyed, participated, they withdraw, they isolate. So one actually needs to contextualize uh, the shouting. As I mentioned, that it, it's something that would be a pattern of behavior. And adults, whether it's educators, whether it's caretakers, whether it's significant adults, need to be aware of how they communicate because that's also emulating be, uh, behavior and teaching children to grow up into adults that will continue abusing people, children verbally. It's so interesting what you say, that you don't see it as much in the short term as you do in the long term. I mean, today we're starting to learn about trauma bonds, that you can be attracted to somebody based on a trauma bond from your childhood. You know, it, it's Indeed. so interesting exactly what you're saying now that, I mean, just, just to, just for listeners to explain in a very simplified manner, because I have a five year old in my brain that uh, needs to <laughs> explain things very simply. Um, but 
you know, if you have a parent who is constantly belittling you and diminishing your self-value and your self-worth, when you grow up and you meet somebody who belittles you, diminishes you in your value, your self-worth, you identify that as love. And that's where the damage is. That's what Dr. Omar is talking about. I mean, think about that. The impact of that is absolutely massive. It's absolutely massive. Absolutely, Kathy. I think what you're talking about, the trauma bonding here, is that then children start identifying with the aggressive behavior, with the aggressor. Yeah. And they perpetuate that cycle. They reenact that behavior because they do not know any better. They do not know any different. They've been socialized into that pattern of behavior. It becomes normalized and they desensitize to it. Yeah. Just, just to reiterate exactly what you said is that it's not a matter of, you know, shouting at your child that once off time. That child ran into the street and, you know, you're going to grab the child and you're going to really give them a tongue lashing about it. Um, this is prolonged, sustained shouting at a child where, it's, where they're going to be desensitized, correct? Absolutely, and I think what one needs to remember is as well that there's there's a deliberate, a purposeful uh, intent to harm the child. When we speak about verbal abuse and where there's this pattern of behavior, the intention behind that is to inflict that emotional injury, to put that child down, to humiliate, to ridicule, to shame, to name, to blame that child. Uh, and, and that is absolutely damaging to the well-being of the child. It doesn't promote the best interest of the child. In the long term, we just see a very damaged, hurt child that will grow up to be a hurt adult that will perpetuate that cycle of vicious pattern of violating um, all right, so thank you very, very much for your time this afternoon. And I'm sure that it won't be the last time that we will speak to you because you just do a fantastic job. To you and your team, thank you very much for what you do. That's Dr. Shahida Omar, who is a director at the Teddy Bear Foundation.